Welcome to our latest podcast. Hi, Ross. How are you, Antoinette? I'm very good today. Good. Thank you. That's good. I'm feeling good myself. Um, just to intro into what we're going to be talking about today, last week we talked about the inconsistency and the consistency of people uh, and what that means, being true to yourself, etc. Now we're going to go back to some of the other in- inconsistencies that happen, right? That uh, the behavioural issues where the unbalance is. Uh, between the complementary behaviours. And there's a couple here that I think that, to me, are reasonably related, um, and I see it quite quite common in the workplace when I'm coaching. The first one is uh, someone who's helpful to the corresponding or complementary is someone who's more assertive and, and say, you know, sorry, I can't help you, I've got to do my own stuff, right? Mm. Not helping you. And the other one's the martyr who runs around helping every soul and around in their workplace and don't get any time to do their own work. Mm-hmm. So that's the type of person there. The other one that to me is similar is the, the person with a lot of warmth and empathy. Feels for people, has a lot of empathy, but also a lot of sympathy. You name it, they have for people. That's, that, that's the extreme. The other end of that scale is it's forcing the rules. These are the rules, that's it. Can't help you, that's the rule. You need to go home early. Sorry, can't help you. You've got to stay till five o'clock. That's that's what I'm getting. That's the other end of the scale. Because on that one, it'd be like, oh, look, I'm sorry, your, your cat died. Yeah, she can go home a bit early to bury it, whatever it is, right? So that's that empathy. Uh, the other one is no, then these are the rules, that's it. So that's the, that's the sort of behaviours. And I think roughly when I find these through, these through the, um, when, when I do the Harrison uh, um, psychometric test, which I'm a great fo- disciple of, it brings these things up. And quite often, it's a pattern. You'll see that one's weak in the other. Not always, but sometimes they're a bit ordinary in the other as well. Uh, it tends to reflect. I have one question for you, Ross. When you're speaking about warmth and empathy, or for example, uh, the other one was helpfulness, I'm wondering how people will feel when they start realizing that they are taken uh, advantage of. I think for you as a coach, when they start realizing that, hey, I have been uh, putting so much energy into into helping people, into being there for them, understanding them, and then they start realizing that's not really appreciated or they're taken it's, it's it's overused, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. I'm laughing because how, how do you work with that? Mm-hmm. I'm laughing because that's that's the issue that come. That's what manifests mm. is that the, the person who uh, let's take the the person with a lot of empathy for people and is a bit soft in a in a way, and that's fine. You've got to have empathy for your staff. But the, you know, someone little Johnny's coming along, a little Mary's coming along, saying, "Look, I, can I go home early?" Or, "Sorry, I was I'm in late this morning." You know, I ran over the neighbour's dog or something. Whatever, whatever excuse you get, or in Singapore where we live, the MRT, the MRT broke down. <laughs> Jeez, I've never seen an MRT break down so much. But you never, funny, you never really see it break down or hear about it apart from the employees. But anyway, um, it, it, after a while, you start to think I'm being taken advantage of. I haven't got too cranky, but now it's getting to a point. This is ridiculous, right? Mm. And see, that's what happens under pressure, under stress internally. Mm-hmm. Then that person blows up and says, "Right then," mm. and starts to blast forth. This is the rule. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Bang, 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 bang. And see, this is so out of character. 
then that becomes inconsistent. I mean, it's an over-exaggeration, but it, ha it happens. That's the inconsistency, is when you're so unbalanced and you're up one end of the scale that under pressure you revert to the opposite in such a way that it can create a problem, mm. either, either aggressively like that or passively in reverse. Mm. How, would that, how would that unfold or can you share an example about this passive? Well, the passive, see, if you're always sticking to the rules, um, it, it's, it's not volatile. Well, it's volatile, inconsistent, but it's, it's um, a passive inconsistency in the sense that people start to realise, oh, no, you've got to stick to the rules, stick to the rules, stick to the rules, and some little dicky bird in their brain's gone, well, gee, gee, you know, I haven't been nice or I've got feedback or someone's told me I haven't been, oh, okay, and someone asks, they don't really want to ask because they're not going to ask anymore, but you might say, oh, look, you can go early for that. And people walk out going, well, what happened there? Mm. It's inconsistent, but it's passive. It doesn't hurt them. It's the reverse behaviour when it goes to the the aggressive one, in a sense, the aggressive side of the behaviour to the passive, then you notice it because it come all, you come out all guns blazing. Hmm. Um, it's like the saying, I think I've mentioned this before, your bark's worse than your bite. <laughs> so that's like someone who's aggressive and noisy and, and angry, as soon as they're put under stress, they're meek and mild, oh, I'm sorry. Like that's, that's what that is. Yes. Or the other one is their, bike is their bark, their bite is so much more than their bark. In other words, they're quiet, insignificant but when you get them riled by hell they'll take your head off mm. that's mm. that's that yes, yeah. under stress you go to the opposite behavior now in the helpfulness and assertiveness there again see that warmth and empathy uh are forcing the rules that helpfulness and assertiveness that's when you you're the martyr and then at some point you'll blow up say look i'm and exactly what you said i'm being taken advantage of here and then suddenly it'll manifest in whatever the context of the story is about Mm. So the key is to be balanced with those behaviours. So, sure, as an executive, I've got to be have some empathy. But at times, you can't just let people go willy nilly because it causes all sorts of issues with everyone else, right? Mm. And then sometimes they make these rules as a reflection of all of too much warmth by saying that's the rule and not bear, not bending anymore. So this is the rule you stay. And that could have been because you were taken advantage of two years ago. Now you've got the rule in place and you stick to it. Yes, I'm, I get See. that too sometimes. When when I have a client who um, has struggled with being overly helpful and then suddenly they become so assertive that they run over everyone. Yeah, And to find this balance between these polarities is probably taking some time. And how do you do work with this in coaching well we and the, what I like about um, Dan Harrison's test because it shows you the volatilities and it helps people understand what we're talking about because all they're getting in feedback is they're not showing any empathy but they don't know why mm. right but then you start seeing well it's because you're unbalanced you're showing too much of the other and that which is obvious in some respects but they actually see it on print and they go, oh, now I understand why I do that. I've heard that so many times. Mm. But if you don't have that there, I, it, it takes them a bit longer to sink in. But they look at it and they go, oh, I understand that now. Great. And, yeah. and to me, that helps. And then, in, so you're focusing on what you're doing too much of, mm. not necessarily, I need to do more of this, but you've just got to 
focus on the balance, mm. not because sometimes you go one end to the other end. Yes, exactly. You're so focused on to do this that you forget the other. It's all about balance. Now, you won't get it perfect down the middle, but if it's 60-40 or something but you, where you've, you're now showing more empathy, but you, you are a rule sticker, stickler, but at least you've got some empathy and some subjectivity into the situation at hand. And then people then respect that. They respect the fact you follow the rules, but they're not scared to come mm. and ask you something. Mm-hmm. And they feel as they are, oh, this person's helping me. They actually connect with me and they understand me. Um, and to me, I think that that is okay. So in the, in the sense of teaching them it's super helpful, it's like, well, you need to buff the other one up a bit, right, and assert yourself a bit more. Sometimes people don't know how to do it. Yeah. And that's, that's from childhood, etc. So we, I teach them to say, just, I know you can't say no, don't say no. Just say, look, love to help you. The issue is, I have to do this report by five o'clock for my boss. Mm, yeah, in that way they, they assert themselves, but they also demonstrate that yeah, they have some help. That's correct. That they're helping, willing to that's help. Right. Right? Yeah, and they're not saying no. That, that's the one they see, because it's very hard for the human being just to go, can I help you? No. See, they've got to give an excuse, but you give a you give a you give the real reason, and people go, well, okay, I understand, right? Yeah, I think there's a lot you know, of fear um, underneath to say no, because often people think that they will not be appreciated, they will not be loved anymore. So rather yeah. than saying no, they they overexert themselves to to take on more and more and more. Yeah, it's um, an overkill of just trying yeah. to be needed. Um, and and that look to me um, that uh, I lost my train of thought there a little bit, but yeah, I often see that one. And I, to me, like if if I'm uh, in a in a workplace where there's five or six staff sitting out there, and the office is there, and my boss Mary always helps, I go in there. She always helps me, right? But if she then says to me a couple of times, "Look, Ross, sorry, um, I've got to do this report. I can't help you at the moment." then what it starts to train me to, is to look to see whether Mary's busy or not. Mm, that's a good she looks point. busy, I won't, oh, I won't come and annoy her. Where if you just help for any reason, I'll just keep coming yes, in every time. Yes, yes. That's what you've trained me to do. Mm. Indirectly, you've trained me to do that. Yes, now, and people try to take advantage of it because it's always nice yeah, if someone I'll is just there. Go and, go and ask Mary, she'll <laughs> help me, no problem. I don't have to think, don't have to use my brain. Yeah. I go in and ask her. And if, she, and if it... If it blows up, it's her fault. It was her idea, not mine. So, so you abdicate. Yeah. So you've got to push back and help people. Um, and, you got to, and that's what I help the coaching, is to help them understand the rational rationale behind it all. Anyway, we can waffle on for hours, or at least I can. Internet says good quality stuff. Yes, I have a, a great passion for this, so um, I, get, I get off on a bit of a tangent from time to time. Yes, likewise. So thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.